heading to Rorotonga, then you need to get the unofficial official guide to Roro, and it's completely free. The helpful eight-page PDF gets you completely ready for your holiday to Rorotonga. Inside the guide, you'll find information on transportation, Wi-Fi, customs, SIM, eSIM information on the cards, scooter rentals, and so much more. To get your free guide to Rorotonga, head to roropass.com slash guide. That's roropass, R-A-R-O-P-A-S-S dot com slash guide. Welcome to the Kirana Podcast, a show about what you will find, what you will not find in the Cook Islands. Now here's your host, Chantal Napa. This is Chantal Napa, your host. Welcome back to Kirana Podcast. I have a should we call you Matthew, a newsman, journal, yeah. a journalist, a newsman? Newsman sounds good. Newsman sounds good? Yep, yep. Yeah, cool. So, Matthew, Littlewood, CI News, Cook Island newspaper, and I invited you on the show because you, you know, at the newspaper you interviewed me. Yeah. Right? A lot. Mm-hmm. So why not that, hey, you know, you get interviewed now and again. <laughs> it's always different when the shoe's on the other foot. <laughs> And I also wanted to know, how does a man, you know, from from yes. New Zealand, right, yeah. end up taking on a contract at a newspaper in a tropical island? Well, when you sit, when you describe it like that, why wouldn't you? Yeah. But um, how did it happen? Well, I was working for the Timaru Herald ah. in the South Island of New Zealand. Um, and I've been there for quite some time, and um, about a year. Uh, I work it out now, but about a couple of so years ago, a friend of mine um, got a job at the Cook Islands News, Al Williams. And for the better part of a year, he was badgering me, saying, "Look, this place is amazing. You've got to come over. You've got to come over. You've got to come over." And then an opportunity came up, and I took it. So that's the simple answer of how I got here. Mm. So a friend told you I suggested it really out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh he said it would be a great move for um lifestyle and career and mm-hmm. turns out that's me. Yeah. And do you have to come like on a time contract? Like is there a year or two years or how does that work? Uh yeah, it's it's two years. It's two years. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then you can resign of course or oh, you know, oh, afterwards. Oh. Yes, yes. Nice. And how long has it been now? Because that means that's how long I know I've known you, Matthew. Yeah, yeah. Well it's been a year and a half now. Mm. Mm. You must mm. have done a very early story of me then when you first got here. Yeah, yeah. What would have probably been one of the first ones I wrote then. Yeah. Because that was about, was that about the podcast? Might have been, yes, yes. Yeah, it was about Kyoto. It was about Kyoto on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, well, good. So <laughs> then you know everything about Kyoto on the podcast then. <laughs> So you want to do a shout out to everybody at Timuru Herald and tell them all down in the South Island that you're nice and warm and your job in the tropics. Yeah, yeah. That. Actually, funnily enough, my my time is actually running out here in the Cook mm-hmm. Islands. Yeah. Um. So I will be going further south. Yeah. To Dunedin to work for their Target Daily Times. Ah, so you're going home. You are yeah. going to go home. I'm, you're not going to extend. 
No, no, I am unfortunately going home. Oh gosh, do they know it works? Yes, like, yes, they know it works. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they know it works now. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you're gonna, so you're gonna go back. Well, thank you. I'm so glad we did this because when you said you've been here a year and a half, then I thought, oh well, he's got six months left on this contract. Mm. So you're going down to the Otago Daily Times. Daily Times. Mm. Daily Times. Otago Daily Times. All right. So. In eighteen months, mm-hmm. and you had your wife here with you, which which was great, right? Yeah, so it yeah, wasn't like you were here alone. Yeah, and I don't think you can do this sort of um, job or trip alone either, mm-hmm. because there's so much stuff that you need to see. There's so many things you need to get involved in, and it's just easier. Otherwise, you there is a risk of being a wee bit lonely here, mm-hmm. not from here originally. But yeah. no, no, we've both. I guess embrace the culture here and embrace what people have had to offer us, which yeah. is a lot. Yeah, yeah. So tell me, um, sort of like, tell me some highlights. How about that, Matthew, of your eighteen months here? Oh, that's that's, that's so many. Okay. Um, but I really enjoyed covering the election last year. That was good fun. Um, I've enjoyed covering the developments in the tourism industry, given it's in a. Uh, reasonably precarious position at the moment. People don't know where things are at. Oh, can you talk a little bit more about that, please, for our listeners? Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Well, I mean, we, we're all coming out of COVID, and, of course, the Cook Islands was locked down for a better part of two years and had next to no visitors, obviously. Um, and now things are opening up again. There's flights now from Hawaii. Um, Jetstar's going to be doing direct flights from Sydney to the Turara at the end of this month. So... All of those things are looking good. But unfortunately, in New Zealand right now, they're suffering a recession. So we don't know whether they'll have any flow-in effect in terms of fewer New Zealand visitors to the Cook Islands. So things are a wee bit up in the air, but they're looking, on the whole, they're looking better. Mm. Um, I think Cook Islands had about 120,000 unique visitors last year, which is pretty good. Um, that the, is very good, isn't it? Yeah, 120? yeah. 120? Yeah, yeah. Did and most of them come from New Zealand? Almost all of them came from New Zealand. They wow. got 80%. Thank you, New Zealand. Yeah, absolutely. And um, Ministry of Finance and Economic Management, that's MFAN, have predicted that the number of visitors this year will be close to 150, 160. Um, that was before the recession was announced, so we don't know whether that's still going to be the case, but... It, it does suggest that the Cook Islands is getting back on its feet tourism-wise, which is cool. What about, do you know anything about the Hawaiian airline sort of flight, Matthew? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's coming in at the moment um, once a week. Um, and so it comes into here on the Saturday and it flies out on the Sunday. Yeah, it's already proved reasonably popular from what I can gather um, from talking to Hawaiian airlines and the people who are in charge of setting up that flight in the first place. So I, th- I think we could see big things from it. I mean, it might end up being three times a week. We're hoping that's the case because it's already the case now of the jet stuff lights from Sydney and they haven't even started yet. So. Mm-hmm. And then, so we've got that happening because um, the Hawaiian Airlines one just kind of started like a month ago, eh? Yeah, a month ago, a month ago, yeah. yeah. That was huge. Oh, really, yeah. Like big news, you know, like, and then, to be honest, actually, it's been quite nice because I've been hearing their accent on our beaches and, you know, like sort of you go, oh, there's, a, mm. there's a, an accent I haven't heard for a while. Right? Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, bringing them in, which is nice. Oh, it is. It's great. And you find with people who come from North America or from that area, they tend to stay longer and spend more. And mm -hmm. the reason for this is they've come a long way anyway, so yes. they want to make the most out of it, which is cool. Yes, absolutely. And their dollar's worth a little bit more. Yes, you know, yes their, that too. Yeah, their dollar's worth a little bit more. And so hopefully... They're hoping that, yeah, more north, uh, you know, of the world will come. Do they have to go to Hawaii, don't they? Then come from Hawaii to here. Yes, yes. So uh, I'm not sure how long the flight is, actually. It's a few hours anyway. Mm -hmm. But it's it's roughly along the same date line, so you don't get the jet lag issues mm -hmm. that you do with other flights. Which That's is, a good point. Yeah, which is another bonus. Yeah, I thought that was interesting that you also mentioned that you really enjoyed covering the elections last year oh yeah yeah i'm a bit of a political animal so i follow politics wherever i am and it was just interesting seeing how things work in the cook islands compared to say new zealand because uh while i was covering that I, back in new zealand they had their local council and mayoral elections around the same time and it was just interesting seeing mm. how Canada's put themselves forward here what the key issues are um, what Parliament looked like at the at the end of it all, and yeah, it, I I also enjoyed covering the um, petition hearings as well, which happened after the elections. Can you tell uh, me, like a novice, just mm -hmm. you know what you can? Because I find it interesting because I don't really, it's not a subject uh, that I know a lot about, right? Yeah. And maybe yeah. some of the listeners, petition hearings, pretty cool. Yeah, example. Yeah. Uh, well, one example was that the Cook Islands United Party um, accused the Cook Islands, Cook Islands Party of bribery when they released the policy that everyone in the pioneer earning under $60,000 won't have to pay any tax. And the Cook Islands United Party said that's, that sounds like bribery to us. So it went to what's called a petition hearing, which is like a hearing in court. Um, eventually it was the... They found in favour of the Cook Islands Party that it wasn't bribery, that it was a legitimate election policy. But it was interesting that to, I guess, hear the other argument. And from there, it, it's, it's, it was something different anyway. Mm -hmm. I forget how much you know, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, because that's your job, isn't it? To yeah. go and collect mm. information mm. and. Bring it to the newspaper. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's sometimes quite funny how you go from what you expect a story to be to what actually ends up as being. Because often as as you end up talking to more people and looking at more stuff and that sort of thing, your angle changes. So, yeah, it's, um, it's an interesting process, that's for sure. Mm, interesting process. All right, elections, tourism. So what else can you tell me? That the uh, newspaper and the TV can't, eh? <laughs> hey? I'm not sure where to go with that. <laughs> Good answer, Matthew. Good answer. Because <laughs> I know that I know you're sitting here like, what can I say? What can't I say? Yeah. What has already been in the newspaper, eh? What's already been printed? Yeah. It's not like I'm yeah. sort of, you know. All right. Ajitaki. You, oh. I mean, when I invited you on the show a couple of weeks ago, yes, uh, you said you and you were with your wife, and you said, um, 
we're going to Aichutaki for my wife's birthday. That's correct. And that's only like, what, a week ago? It's a week ago, yes. Last weekend. Last weekend. Tell me, from how many days, where did you stay, please? All right. Well, we stayed there for four days, which was absolutely fantastic. Um, On the second day, we we did the big day cruise, which most people do, um, which was overwhelming, really, in in the best sense of the word, just the sheer blueness and cleanliness of lagoons, the... I guess the atmosphere of the whole thing and going on to One Foot Island and walking around and just soaking it all up. It was good. Mm. It was good. And on the, was it the no, it was the same day. We ended up having uh, dinner at the um, Oshitaki Lagoon Resort. Ooh, fancy smancy, but then it was your wife's birthday. So I yeah, yeah, so, so needs must. But that was really good fun. Uh, and then, so that's the Aichutaki, sorry? That's, um, Lagoon. It's, it's the one owned, owned by the Rarotonga. Okay, by the Rarotongan. Okay. Yes, yes. All right. Nice. So nice. there's that. Um, where else do we go? Which question we should there? Right. Um, yeah, the Pacific Resort one, which is yeah. quite high end, but wonderful yeah. service and really good food. Um, we stayed in, in sort of a little beach hut, which was quite cool. Actually. Yeah. 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 Do you remember the name? You don't have to, but, you know. Yeah, Matariki Beach Huts. So. Nice. That's a nice shout-out for you. Yeah, yeah. No, they were really good to us. They, you know, they put us up in a neat little spot, mm-hmm. um, and it was easy to get around to other places from there. Mm. And, and, you know, you're right beside the waters, so you could go for a swim whenever. So. Wow. Did you get a scooter? Yeah, yeah, we got a scooter, yeah. Danielle is the one who does all the driving around. You are. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so that's been that's been good fun, though. Um, yeah. You don't have to wear a helmet in Otaki, of course, when you're in your scooter. I don't no, know that. No, you don't. So it was a bit of a different feeling, that's for sure. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. And the roads on the whole, actually, reckon the roads are better in Otaki than they are here. There's not so many Mind you, I went there in 2019, and you're right. I don't think I was... I can't remember if that's when the helmet law was in anyway then. Mm. But um, I noticed there's no dogs there like everybody yeah, notices. Yeah, there's no, no dogs, quite a few cats. We had a couple of cats visit us at the mm. little beach huts as well. But no dogs by the looks of things. So lots of eating at restaurants, lots of relaxing. Yeah. Lots of swimming. Swimming. That, that sort of thing, yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, nice. I, I'd recommend that sort of holiday to anyone, of course. Yeah, and it's, I'm glad you got you managed to tick that off before you go yeah. down to the Otago. Yeah, yeah. Times, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We've been planning to do that for some time, actually. So it was really cool. Mm-hmm. And so, I think, like, I really, you know, appreciate. I have been like, you know, when I read your stories, hmm. um, I go. Ah, you can sort of understand somebody when, like, they read what you write. Do you get yeah. what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like, when I read your stories, like, it's actually helped me over a year and a half get to know you without mm-hmm. without getting to know you. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, like your personality. Yeah, yeah. It's It's an interesting one, really, because as a reporter, you're not meant to be the subject of the piece, but... Everyone's running style is slightly different. And so you do get elements of your personality in the piece as a result. 
Yeah, because whenever we see you right now, I can go, hey, hey, dude, you know. Like, <laughs> you know, like, like, I know he's not, he's, he's, you know, not as serious. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Even though you're talking about serious subjects. Yeah. Like, these are serious subjects. Elections, yes. tourism, yeah. you know. They're very serious subjects. Mm, mm. Okay, so if anybody was thinking of coming to Rarotonga to, to work, yeah. right, whether that be the newspaper, whether that be in tourism, whether that be in whatever capacity, mm-hmm. right, what would be some tips that you would give those people? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good question. Um I I guess just try and at least give yourself a wee bit of time to adjust to the different pace that it is here and a wee bit of time to realise that the wheels of bureaucracy and that sort of thing turn quite slowly here. Um, So those would be my first two bits of advice. Mm -hmm. Um, Spend a lot of time just soaking up the weather and going to beaches and that sort of thing outside of work Mm -hmm. because there aren't too many places which offer that just on your doorstep like Rarotonga. Um, nice. Yeah, and just just live with it, go with it. Really, I mean, it's we were both quite nervous coming here, but uh, we've both been very surprised by how easily you can immerse yourself here too. Yeah, is that like saying how friendly we are and welcoming? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 True. Mm. True. Because when I first met your wife, we just did it all. Yeah. I don't know if that's a personal thing or or <laughs> Cook Island thing, you know, in our yeah, name, you know, yeah. But I like what you said too about like what did you say the wheels of bureaucracy yeah. turn at a different pace yeah. here. Yes, they do. What a statement! Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think I don't say it with like such dashing words as you, <laughs> <laughs> right? And so we always just sort of say. Um, you know, we, it's just, it's very different here. Mm. It is, but uh, it's, it's both, it, that can be a good thing as well. Mm. I mean, I, I would definitely recommend coming here for a year, one and a half years, two years, you know, just to soak up the different lifestyle and just yeah. not quite recharge the batteries because you still have to keep busy and keep working, but just put a, put a different perspective on things. Yeah. You know, because you know, Matthew, like personally for me, um, I mean, I know this is my home, but we're not here, me personally, eh, for the how much we can earn. Yeah, yeah. I'm not here in Rarotonga, and I think that, you know, I'm just sort of bouncing in with your the wheels, not the bureaucracy wheels, but the wheels of how things turn here. Yes, yes. You know, we are here for the lifestyle. We are here for, you know, like, I mean, Someone was just saying recently, oh, Chantal, you know, um, you could go and, like, go down south in New Zealand and because um, there's some, like, opportunities down there, you know. And I went, oh, could I consider that, like, in October? <laughs> go down for that two weeks? <laughs> right? Mm. <laughs> because it's too cold for this tropical yeah, yeah, fish, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, and that's one thing I, I'll, we'll probably both have to get used to when we're going down to Dunedin is the abrupt change in temperature. Um, it'll mean <laughs> it'll mean, it'll mean us buying probably a lot more winter clothes, which we haven't had to 
have any of since we've been here. I mean, you guys don't really. <laughs> You're wearing in the office, man. And then tell them. I'm wearing a Rip Curl t shirt and a pair of shorts and some jandals, which isn't too different from my work clothes, to be honest. And we're in winter. And we're in winter. Yeah. <laughs> we're in our winter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm laughing. And what am I in? Shorts, a singlet, yeah. and no shoes. <laughs> In winter. Yeah. How beautiful. Mm. Thank you, Matthew. You know, have you got anything that you'd like to share with everyone here, uh, you know, before we sort of like sign off for today? I really appreciate you coming in and just having a chat. And I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss seeing you with, you know, and your wife around on your on your scooter in mm. my mm. But I'll say hello to the next Matthew at right. this TI News. And get them in the hot yeah, seat. yeah. I, I guess just the only thing I would say is if you ever get the opportunity to come here, just embrace it. Thank you. Mm. Yeah, embrace it. Mm. Well, there you go, Matthew Littlewood. Thank you very much, Newsman. Newsman. Yes. Okay. <laughs> thank you very much, everybody. It's nice to always chat to you. Nokoni iamato aroa iatu kia koto katoa. Mm. May you live long, Matthew. Thank you very much. Right. Kia ora. Kia ora. And Aira means farewell. Oh, thanks for that. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> Guess what? Still rolling. <laughs> Here we go.